Hi, Michelle Sparks, illuminating anorexia, eating self and body issues. Great to have your company. Picking up from the last episode where I was talking about key truths to take you forward into life. And one of those key truths being that you have worth and value. I was talking about the fact that that the revelation of that truth happened for me as I journeyed through the anorexia, through the Ednos, through the binge eating, going down the scales into hospital, going up the scales into binge eating, that journey itself exposed the lie that perfection, I did not need to be perfect to be worthy and deserving of life because I could not have tried harder in the anorexia, I could not have failed more miserably in the Ednos, and I could not have punished myself more ruthlessly for my failure in the binge eating And at the top of the scales, it's like, okay, the lie has run its course. Something has to give. The lie was that perfection equals a right and a worthiness, a worthiness and a right to take up life. Well, guess what? I'd tried, I'd failed, I'd punished myself, and here I was. So something had to be wrong with my equation. And I had to start to accept an imperfect self. And the reason I was saying that is because I am such a proponent of this key truth that you are created with worth and value, that it is a fact of your birth. It's it's your birthright. It is not something that you have to earn or prove. And it's not something that you can lose. Whether you are behaving well or badly, whether you are disabled or able-bodied, whether you are dark-skinned, light-skinned, old, young, you have worth and value. It is an irrefutable truth of your creation and it is such an important one because if you know that you won't even go into anorexia or an eating disorder but when you are in an eating disorder the lie that shapes around your heart and mind as you're in the eating disorder space will absolutely come to rob you of that knowledge you will not feel that you have worth and value you will not feel that you are loved and lovable but these are truths that preceded your eating disorder and actually preceded your experience in this life because I believe and I will preach it to the day I die you were created with worth and value by a a creator that loves you and you are loved and of inestimable worth and value you are precious in the sight of the one that created you and the reason I go into the human and the divine a lot is because sometimes when our human experience fails us in terms of whether it's our own actions or other people's actions against us or whatever when our human experience leaves us feeling that we have no worth and value then we start to act out of that place and sometimes in my own experience you need a divine encounter you need light to break into that darkness you need truth to break into that lie and you need power that will enable you to stand up and say wait a minute No, my life is not going to be wiped out, annihilated, crushed. Um, What's the other image I'm just seeing right now? Quenched. It's like a, a light, like a candle. I'm not going to let my light, my candle be snuffed out by this lie that says, give up, give in, annihilate yourself. And that is what happens also in an eating disorder. Don't let the lie and don't let the liar take your life. You have worth and value. You are loved and you are lovable. Part of my experience of that 
the beginning of my experience of that was, to be honest, it was a divine encounter with Christ, with the God who uh, revealed himself as a man who went about doing good and showing that he loved people, that he wasn't against them. You know, religion makes us feel like God is against us. But, you know, nothing could be further from the truth. God is for us. God loves us. God actually came in the flesh and gave his life a ransom for us so that we would actually know there's nothing he would not do for us to come and lift us up out of the deepest, darkest, most bound place that we can imagine. He comes to us to lift us up, to break us out of our prisons and to reveal himself as one who is full of love and full of light, and full of life, and full of grace, and full of truth. You know, oh my goodness. So the reason I bang on about the divine is because, to me, it is the foundation of truth. It is the source. That my relationship with God, God himself, is the source of love, and life, and light, and the source of my worth and value. You know, I was thinking something. This is pretty personal, but I'm going to share it. I I often, you know, I sit out in my back room and I just love to just start the day just um, chatting to my father. That's how I know him, as my father. In heaven and with me and in me and around me, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, all those aspects of the Godhead. Can I explain it all? Nope. But do I experience it? Yes. Has it changed my life? Yes. Is is it... um, all God, God in isolation. No, he hasn't designed us that way. He's designed us to to know truth and to experience it, not only in our relationship with him who created us to know these things, but with others. And healing comes, is fleshed out in relationship. And you know, injuries come in relationship. Woundings come in relationship. Feelings of rejection and um, annihilation, feelings like you're not worth, that you don't have worth and value, that you're not loved. These experiences, these injuries occur in the matrix of our human relationships because we are fallen, flawed, fallible human beings. We hurt and we hurt each other. We get hurt and we hurt each other. And this is just part of our human nature. It's what God came to rescue us from, to give us something that could live inside us, his love, his light, that could live inside us and transform the way we do life. Not a book of rules, but an organic, living, loving relationship with him, who is the very fountainhead, the very source of love and life and light and grace and truth. I love that... um, Jesus is described as being full of grace and truth because I find if you just hear truth without grace, it can be sharp and annihilating. But if you just get grace and no truth, it can leave you floundering like you don't have anything to hold on to. But God coming in the flesh as Christ, coming full of grace and truth, gives us both, gives us truth that can help us know our worth and value, know that we are loved and lovable, and help us find a security in a world that is uncertain. So there is truth and there is grace, and grace 
enables truth. Grace, you know, you, you can't even hear truth, in my view, until it's wrapped up in grace. Well, that's how God came to me, wrapped up in grace, truth, wrapped up in grace, in a person that I could have a relationship with. And that relationship and that truth and that grace actually enabled me to open my heart to the human relationships and the human nurture and the love and light that was around me in my human relationships, the human and the divine they go together, but I believe the divine is the source and foundation of truth, worth and value, loved, the fact that we are loved and lovable. Human relationships may ebb and flow and break, and your experience, you might be loved and chosen by someone in a relationship, and you might feel at the top of the world, but that can change. Unfortunately, you know, you go, you go on in life, you will have that experience. I hope you don't. I hope I'm wrong. But most people experience a loss of love um, and rejection. And it's really painful. But there is one who is always steadfast. There is truth, not just as a mental construct, but as a person that you can know, full of grace and truth, that can just shore up your heart. Your heart can know a great sense of security because you know that you know in your heart of hearts that you are loved, that you have worth and value irrespective of your experiences, irrespective of your circumstances, despite your circumstances. So love you, going to leave you on that thought and going to come back. There's always so much more to say on this subject, but hey, until next time, travel well.